Welcome to the Positively Midlife Podcast. We are college friends now in our 50s exploring midlife together. Join us on this journey filled with honest discussion on the topics and challenges that are important to women at midlife. So today we're here to talk about something that a lot of women our age are grappling with, and that is when do we go gray? And or or should we even grow gray at all? So Ellen, tell me, why do you think this going gray, this big question that looms for us midsters is such a big crazy deal? Well, you know, Tish, it is a loaded topic and I think amongst our friends and actually all of my friends it's it's a really big deal, I think, because our generation doesn't see us like our grandmothers, you know, with our hair washed and set once a week. I think we see ourselves as kind of more younger and vibrant, don't you? Oh, absolutely. I was just having a conversation with my cousin when I was visiting in Buffalo, and we were talking about my grandmother And she was mentioning something and I said, do you realize that she, my grandmother, Helen, was my age, the same age I am now? And it blew her mind because I think we just have a different approach to how we look and and our image and staying young and physical and healthy. So yeah, Mm -hmm. but the gray keeps coming, whether we want it there or not. So decisions need to happen. Decisions need to be made. That they do. But before we get into this loaded topic that I know you and I could talk about for hours, let's get to our obsessions this week. Tish, what is your obsession? Okay. So my obsession, now I'm blonde. I love being blonde. I'm going to tell you right now, Ellen, I'm going to be staying blonde for a while. I'm not ready to enter this question yet. (laughs) but. You know, I I can spend a fortune going to a hairdresser because I have long hair and I've tried, you know, the box stuff in the grocery stores and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Mm -hmm. But there was always one company that I saw that you would have to send away for a subscription called Madison Reed. Well, I was in Ulta the one day and realized that not only can I get it there, but I can actually even order it off Amazon. I could have it the next day. So with the subscription stuff, I think by the time I thought to order it, I was ready to do my hair. So I was never willing to wait. But man, if I can go jump on Amazon and go ahead and order Mm -hmm. it, you know, and I'll provide the links because I have to say, you know, I asked myself, is it really going to be worth the extra money? I got to tell you it was. Um, The coloring that I got for my blonde, it was just beautiful. The way my hair felt, it didn't feel as processed and dry. I got to say my obsession right now is this Madison Reed. It seemed to give me a lot of um, definition to the blonde. What about uh, um, yours? Well, I have used Madison Reed, just so that you know, and we have a Madison Reed salon out by me that you can actually go to. So I also love Madison Reed. So I'm glad that's your obsession this week. But my obsession, just to keep it in the hair theme, 
is a product called K18. And it's a leave-in conditioner that is so good. And I heard of it from um, a hairstylist, Jack Martin, who is in Southern California. I follow him on Instagram. And he is one of the leading experts on helping women go gray. So it kind of came at me from these two different two different sides, right? But K18, a four-minute super conditioner, ladies, once you use it, you will never go back to not using it. So that is my obsession for the week. So that's K, the letter K, and the number 18, right? Okay, yes. we'll have links yes. for this one. We got to try this one out. I got to try this one out. Yeah, I know. Well, Back to the gray, I have started calling this kind of exploration and dipping my toe and then kind of going gray. Should I stay or should I go gray? Because that's a little bit of a clash reference for all of us. But I also think that we grapple with this. We really, so many women our age, you know, we have a lot of pressure on us either in the workplace to look a certain way, in our relationships to look a certain way. And so this is near and dear to my heart. And I think you know that my kind of, you know, little claim has always been, I have dark hair and I have blue eyes and I'm tall, right? This is my identity. I think you would agree. Absolutely. Yep. If I was going to describe you and I have, you know, (laughs) Ellen, the really tall one with the bright, beautiful blue eyes and the dark hair. And everyone would be like, oh yeah, I know who she is. Exactly. So, you know, it's like, can I not be that person here in my 50s? You know, so it's it's really been a little bit more uh, encompassing about my, my identity as well. But I've been thinking about this going gray for a while because my hair turned gray in my late 20s. And as I've gotten older, I've had to color it more and more frequently. But I'm going to tell you a little story about eight or nine months ago during the pandemic, I was at the uh, CVS buying a few boxes of root ketchup and I was throwing them on, you know, get the checkout. And I thought, is this what I want? This isn't even my color. This is my three week root ketchup that I have to have several boxes at home for whenever the grays pop out. And they were popping out, you know, at, at the three week mark. So That was really kind of like an aha moment for me. You know, was this really what I needed to be doing for the next 20 years? This is what I want, right? You know, it's so interesting, the the hair coloring thing during the pandemic. So women Mm -hmm. were realizing for the first time, nobody's seeing me and I'm still coloring my hair. So it really has made a lot of women really think deep about this question. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so you're in the store, you're grabbing for your, you know, typical boxes of of color. And it's all of a sudden you have this moment of, is this really the path I want to be on? So. And like many women, I started doing research and I don't know, like you're right, during the pandemic, all these groups were on Facebook and women were like, I'm not coloring my hair anymore. And it just sounded so good. I kind of got hooked up into this wave too. And, and I think the other thing is, you know, we had more time to be online. I started following these dynamic women, Jack Martin, as I said, this, this stylist who just makes women look 
fabulous with their gray hair. And I started thinking, is, is this just something I've been fed that I need to continue to have dark brown, black hair until I'm, what, 80? And <laughs> that just defined me, right? Was I going to be 80 and, and doing this? And, you know, all of us, we spend so much money on skin creams and retinol and, you know, hair dye and all sorts of things to stay young and beautiful and relevant. And so these were a lot of things that I was thinking about during this time. So basically it comes down to like the grays are coming. We're not stopping them. We can hide them. I, I like to call them my ultra, ultra blondes, but um, <laughs> it comes down to when is the right time? And what are these things that are preventing us from just kind of making this leap? Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, there, there are a lot of those and part of it is being a working, a working woman, being in the workplace. A lot of it is, um, you know, things that we're hearing in the media. And then a lot of things, I know we'll get to this. My friends had some really surprising things to say to me as I, I, you know, was in this journey of, of what I should do. Um, and, I, I know that you know this, but our listeners may not, but I'm a cancer survivor. And um, from that, my hair is, you know, brittle and it doesn't hold up as well to this now monthly processing I was going, I was going through. And I, I know I switched to a, a much less toxic brand, but, you know, it, it really had something, um, a, a brittle part in this, I would have to say. Um, well, I think that goes with that cancer because uh, you know, again, so, so amazing what you have gone through and so many of our close friends have gone through um, that are breast cancer survivors and other cancer survivors is you start to really pay attention to what chemicals are you exposing your body to on the outside and what you're ingesting. So it becomes a big question. So I would think that that was playing a lot in your mind as well. Absolutely. And as it was becoming every three weeks, um, I just thought, is this really right for me? Um, In the other parts of my life, I made huge changes around what kind of cleaning products I was using, what I was eating, all of that after being diagnosed and, and going through cancer treatment. So I was like, why was this kind of one of the last holdouts for me? Um, and so I think having, having some time to think about that, um, really was one of the, one of the things that pushed me to it. So, so you did end up going and making some changes. So what were some of the things that made you want to do it? Like really what, what finally pushed that trigger? What was the final things that you said, that's it, I'm going to take this leap. Well, I mean, I I thought about three things, that I wanted to accept my age and age gracefully, whatever I thought that was before I went into the process. And that, um, can I be beautiful and energetic and relevant and and young with gray hair? I thought I could. Many women are, right? You see them everywhere. And I thought this would feel more authentic for me. Um, 
as we said, the second thing was around my health as a cancer survivor. You know, um, it felt unhealthy to be coloring my hair that often. And also just my hair couldn't, couldn't really take it. Um, and then finally, you know, I felt like it's a statement, uh, kind of a feminist statement, you know, whether women can have their hair however they want it, whether it's natural, colored, straight, and highlighted. It, it doesn't matter if, as long as it's the way you want it. And we should all feel good to have choice in how to do it. And I felt like that was my choice to, to go gray. You know, it, it's there. You put months of time, research and energy that tells you what a big, what a big thing this is for women. You know, women don't go into mm-hmm. this lightly or a lot of women don't, you know, I think maybe there's some right. that just, yeah, whatever happens, happens. But for a lot of us, it, it it's almost like you're making a birthing plan <laughs> before you have <laughs> kids. Right. Like, like you, you have this whole plan going into it. So um, I, you know, I find that, you know, kind of funny, but um, so did you jump all the way in the pool or did you stick your pinky toe in? Well, you know what I did, and you and I disagreed on this topic. (laughs) I did not jump right in. I stuck my pinky toe in, and what I did was I lightened my hair from a very dark brown black to kind of like a caramel color, and I put some big streaks up front and then just let the gray come in that way. And um, we had a reunion from wait, all of wait, our wait, stop friends. right there. Oh, you didn't okay. tell any of us that you had done this. That's right. <laughs> you sprung it on us as we drove by you at the airport because we were looking for <laughs> the tall, six foot, black hair, blue eyed friend, and we drove right past your caramel color. <laughs> That's right. That was my first, aha, this may be very different than people are realizing. So, yes, you and Felicia drove right by me. Um, And so I think there were maybe 12 of us together for for the weekend. Mm -hmm. Um, And, of course, I didn't tell. I, I think I had told Kathy, but she hadn't seen it. No one had seen it. And I have to say, as the first person in the group to go gray or try and go gray, there were some haters. Um, (laughs) There was some feedback that I was not prepared for. Oh, they they weren't embracing it. Okay. They were not. And, you know, my stylist who was helping me go through this was like, you know, it's really hard to be the first person in a friend group that goes gray because it's scary you know, and, um, it's a shock. And so did did your stylist think you should do this? Well, um, no, she did not. She was not behind this. She's, um, you know, she definitely wanted me to have my hair the way I want it. And, um, but was not pushing this on me at all. She felt like it was a little early um, to go there, right? So, um, but, you know, when you get a, um, a, a idea in your head and kind of this commitment, you move forward with it. And, well, and, and I ask I that. To- the reason I ask that is, 
because she see, she's on the front line of seeing women go back and forth with how they feel about this, what they're going to do about this. So that's why I kind of asked you on that. So you you lighten to caramel, you you let some of the grays come in, you highlight it a little bit. Did you, did you like it? Stay with us. We'll be right back. Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. You know, I didn't love it and I didn't even like it. And I think though, seeing all of our friends and their reactions, one said, well, you know, you are single and you're hoping to find a partner. And I really don't think this is going to help you with dating. I was like, okay, ouch. Oh, you know, she was like, ow, ow. Um, you know, another one of our friends said, well, um, if you need to go back to corporate work, you'll just have to start coloring your hair again because there's ageism in the workplace, Ellen, and this isn't going to play well for you. Wow. Ouch. Ouch. Yeah. yeah. But these are all real. These are all real things. I, real. I'm going to tell you from my perspective, I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. I just think, and I know I've shared this with you before, if you're going to do it, I think you should have gone all in, like all in, not caramel, not like, I think you should have just embraced it. A a good friend of mine that moved down to Charleston, um, Stasia, she recently posted a picture where she was blonde. She had always been blonde when I knew her. She had actually gone this beautiful white silver gray, but it was all over. Mm-hmm. It was it was statement. Yeah. She looks absolutely stunning. And I like I applauded her. I reached out like right away, gave her that positive mm-hmm. feedback because I know she's probably hearing some of the same things. And um, <laughs> but I think the difference was she went all in and it looked like an impact. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you and I chatted about that and kudos to your friend for doing it. You've shown me a picture and she looks absolutely stunning. After you and I chatted one day, I ordered a wig, a gray, silver gray wig. Do you remember this? <laughs> it was kind yes. of like a little Kim wig. And it. I was really excited to get it and I put it on and my three boys thought I was just off my rocker (laughs) because I was walking around the house and cooking dinner and I kept flipping the the hair was a little longer, you know, and I was like, what do you think? What do you think of my gray hair? I love this gray hair. And you just need to take it off. So do you remember (laughs) the pictures of me with this gray wig? Oh, that's awesome. Um, but yeah. when when you were when you were talking about this too, I had gone to I think it was Sally Hansen's website where you can put a picture of yourself and then yeah. 
put different hair colors on so you can see what you would look like with the overall gray or silver or I, I was mm-hmm. putting on pink hair. <laughs> um, I remember that. I did yeah. it too. I did it too. I think, you know, only one of my friends liked this hair, the gray hair coming through. And I, I do agree with you that it's, you've got to go all in. This half and half, you know, it just was like didn't didn't really work. And um, I think for me too, I thought the hair that was coming in was going to be this beautiful white hair, kind of the type you see in magazines when someone has gray hair. I have to say, when I look at those models, they look like they're 30 or 35 and they not probably 50 are 25, 25 but okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. So you kind of get lulled into this. And I thought my hair would just be this beautiful white or silver, um, kind of like Diane Keaton. And it wasn't. I think that was another big wake up for me is that um, what I got wasn't really what I thought I was going to get um, here. So, um, so yeah. what are you today? Well, I have to say that I went back to um, covering the gray in a way that my, you know, my hair is just so much lighter. I'm having a kind of more blonde up in the front. And so it lightens my look. I think the very dark, I think a lot of women, we dye our hair and it looks so fake and artificial as Mm -hmm. we age. And I kept going darker and darker and darker. And so now I feel like it looks a little more natural. Um, I think you would agree, Tish, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Yeah. So part of it was that, you know, I had really made this statement that there were all these reasons I wanted to go gray and um, that it was the right time. And I was up for it. And I joined all these groups on Facebook silver sisters and going gray gracefully and I was all in and I really had to take a big call to myself and just say I have asked this it didn't work and I'm not going to move forward with it I'm actually going to go back a few little you know a few little steps so um I think it was about seven or eight months um I just went back to this new look. Okay. Well, I think, I mean, I think that's fair too. Everyone has to make their own choice and be ready for that type of change, you know, when they're ready for it. Like I said, my, my mm-hmm. friend down in Charleston area, great move for her. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Looks fantastic. Um, I think if I were to give one piece of advice to anybody it would be don't stick your little toe in if you're gonna try it jump all the way in um you know go for that impact statement um of all Mm -hmm. over um but at the end of the day you need to do what works for you Mm -hmm. absolutely i think the one thing i would say also is if you go down that road like you said, go 100%. If you don't like it, 
it's your prerogative to change your mind and have your hair however you want it. So I think we're both saying the same thing coming from two different sides. I wish I had just gone gray and seen what it was and been there and been able to make the decision. But I think for right now, I'm going to stick with what I got for a little while longer. But to all our listeners out there, we'd love to hear from you on some of the your thoughts around going gray and when when is the right time. Yes, I, I would I would love to see where people are falling on this. And when you see somebody who is, you know, brave enough to do this, because there's so many, as we said, social implications. Um and it looks good, let them know, because I'm going to tell you, they're probably <laughs> not hearing that all over the place. Um, and for whatever anyone decides, we need to be supportive of each other as women um, to let people have their choices and feel good about those choices wherever they are. You know, we need to be mm-hmm. each other's supporters. And um, and Ellen, gray or not gray, you're going to be getting dates. <laughs> <laughs> well, after listening to our dating episode, I think I have a few new tips and tricks that I'll be taking with me here moving forward. All right. Great conversation today. Really enjoyed it. Look forward to it. All right. Till next week, Midsters. The Positively Midlife podcast will drop every Wednesday. Become part of our tribe of women excited to thrive in midlife. Like, subscribe, and follow us wherever you listen and invite your friends along. Until next time, have a great week.